Community is important to everyone, no matter where you live across the great state of Minnesota. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union is an engaged and socially responsible cooperative that values the people, businesses, and relationships that exist in their communities. Affinity Plus works hard to give back in a variety of ways, both through financial advice and products, and also through volunteering, sponsorships, and charitable giving. Members know and trust that as a credit union, a local not-for-profit financial cooperative, Affinity Plus has their best interests at heart. Visit Affinity Plus at the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter and see for yourself how Affinity Plus is different. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we are going to talk uh, with our friends from School District 181. Our guest today is Sarah Porsche. Sarah is the Director of Technology for School District 181. Sarah, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you for having me. So uh, where do we start when we talk <laughs> technology at the school? Maybe we should start with, you know, for those of us that haven't been in school for a long time or maybe haven't had kids in school for a while, what does educational technology look like in this day and age? Yeah, technology has changed a lot in schools over the last even five to ten years. Yeah. Um, all Everything that we do with technology is based in curriculum. So we work very closely with our teaching and learning department in our district. Um, all of our equipment that we purchase is um, based on curriculum needs, and those curriculum needs, of course, st stem from the standards mm -hmm. for yeah. learning. So oh, Very true. Yeah. Uh, and and so uh, are there like goals that you have uh, as far as what you need for technology every year? Do you constantly up upgrade those as well? Yeah. So our main overall goals um, for educational technology in the district, um, really number one is increasing our technology skills upon, gradu upon graduation. Mm-hmm. When we visit with um, our business leaders in our area, um, we've been told that um, our students are lacking some of those um, major skills that we need um, with really? using a professional device. Students, our kids, are used to technology, and mm -hmm. we know that. They all have, most have a phone, mm -hmm. a video gaming system, a tablet, something. But that is, there's a big difference between personal use and professional use yeah. of devices. Yep. And so our district is really, um, as far as technology skills, really honing in on those professional skills so that we can better prepare our kids to leave the, the, the district. Yeah, very, very interesting. So mm -hmm. what kind of devices and what kind of things are the kids using, say, even starting, are they starting in kindergarten, mm -hmm. first grade? What are they using and, and how does that move up as they get older, as it is today, I guess? Yeah, that's a great question. So we actually start um, right away, early childhood. You know, um, oh, wow. I meet with um, parents of our birth to three-year-olds and we talk about screen time, mm -hmm. what's appropriate, you know, how we model, how little ones are watching what we're doing all the time. So yes, we model for them. <laughs> yep. I know. And yeah. repeating, <laughs> yeah. repeating what you say. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. So we, we talk a lot about that at our mm -hmm. birth to three um, and early childhood levels. Um, in the classrooms, in the preschool classrooms, all the way through grade one, we have small sets of iPads right now. So we have a set of four iPads. And then, of course, we have our smart boards in every room. And so those iPads are used for many, many in many ways, um, most of the time in those little and the smallest or the the younger classrooms, um, they're really used for stations and kind of um, 
enhancing what has been being done in the classroom. The smart boards allow our littles to go up and use large motor um, to touch a large screen and move things around and work mm. with I was going to say, what's a smart board for those of us who yep. aren't smart? <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's basically the evolution of the chalkboard. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> into wow. technology and really um, interactive and things like wow. that. So um, then our second grade is where we transition, start transitioning from iPads into Chromebooks. And so okay. um, our second grade classrooms have sets of four um, touch Chromebooks that they're able to use in their stations along with their smart boards. Mm -hmm. And then then Chromebooks are used more and more as we go up in the ages. And Chromebook is basically... it's more of a professional device than a tablet. It mm-hmm. um, looks like a laptop, but it runs a Chrome OS, so it's all web-based. Everything okay. that you do on the Chromebook is web-based. Mm. Um, and then, so then third and fourth grade, we have um, classroom sets mm-hmm. that um, can be wheeled in and used. And then starting in fifth grade, we're one-to-one. So our fifth through oh. eighth grade at Forest View, they're one-to-one, but it stays in school. They don't take oh, that's that right. home. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then our 9-12 for the first year is taking home Chromebooks every night so wow mm-hmm. now are these things students have to pay for or is this through the district how does that work you know mm-hmm. parents are like do I have to buy a so-and-so device what do you want to tell them yeah that's a great question so um, I'm really very proud of the work that our district has done mm-hmm. with our technology funding and we are able to fund this project within our existing um, technology budget Wow. so um, the, the only thing that we asked parents to pay for this the first year is an insurance a one-time insurance cost and that covers um, the first time there's breakage okay and I'm guessing that happens from time to time yeah actually (laughs) I have some data right now I'm super impressed with our kids right now um the districts, of course, we're not the first district to do this. There's been sure. many, many districts that have gone one-to-one. Yeah. They let us know to anticipate 5 to 10% breakage the first year oh, as, okay. as we're getting used to everything, and then anticipate a 1% or less after that. And we're actually right now almost, you know, ha- coming up halfway through the school year, we're mm-hmm. at a, only a 2% breakage rate. So we're actually less than what the other districts were wow. telling that's, us to look at. Keep so, up the good work, good. kids. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> So I'll ask, has a lot of the Chromebooks replaced textbooks in the schools? That's a great question as well. So um, we still have textbooks. We still have books that we can touch. Yay. We're not seeing them. <laughs> yep. You won't see them in every class moving forward, though, because really? there are things that um, that the Chromebook is able to do more efficiently than a textbook can. Yes. So you have to remember that a textbook, by the time that we pick out the textbook, get it in our hands. It's already two years old, oftentimes from the publishing date. And then a a typical curriculum cycle over the past many, many, many years has been a 10-year cycle. So by the time that you're at the end of Mm -hmm. that, that book is already 12 years old. And so if you think about it in math, you know, there's, that's pretty steady. There's some things that we um, change um, teaching models and things with over the years. But if you think of a social studies book, that's 12 years old by the time that you're looking at it. You missed a lot. (laughs) Yeah. When our kids are used to going on and and information is at their fingertips. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the Chromebook is. You're going to see the Chromebook taking the place of the textbooks are in those um, types of situations. Yeah. So are the kids taking tests through these devices too and they're entered into the computer system or is it then they have to sit down and regurgitate and kind of, you know, put it down on paper? No, yeah. So it is, um, most of the testing is there in that um, 
that is actually something else that we were lacking in our district before we went one-to-one because all SATs, ACTs, MCAs, mm-hmm. all of your standardized tests are all done on computers now. Oh, and so wow. it's very important that our students, before they get to those high-stakes tests, mm-hmm. have that opportunity to experience that on the computer. So we do. Wow. Um, and again, it's going to depend on the teacher and the classroom and, and mm-hmm. lots of different factors. The learners is the main thing that it depends on because yeah. technology is all about differentiation. So really looking at what's going to help our learners um, the best. But you're going to um, see more testing yeah. and homework and those yeah. types of things done on Chromebooks. Yeah, and I would imagine it's almost imperative for the school district to provide this type of technology because I just think there are some families that can't a, afford that type of technology for their own home. Correct, yeah. And so that's one of our main goals as well. So I talked about the um, technology skills upon graduation. The equity is a huge piece for us mm-hmm. as well. Um, the latest research, if you go out and look, is showing that 98% of families, regardless of economic level in mm-hmm. the United States, have a smartphone now. 98%? 98% regardless of economic level. However, like we talked about, a smartphone is not a professional device. Right. And we were finding that too many of our students were using it that way. So they were typing papers on their, on oh, their phone boy. or things. Like that, and so that's where it's really important that we are providing that equity of access um, of devices to our students, Mm -hmm. and then moving from that into equity of internet access um, for all. And so, Mm -hmm. um, I'm really excited that we actually started a group, um, a work group, and there's some community members that are a part of that. Um, And it's open to to hopefully more people will start getting involved. But this group is really working at um, internet access for all in our community. So we're we've got hmm. about three different um, pathways that we're going to go be going down and researching and looking at um, yeah. because we know that learning doesn't just happen in our schools and their mm-hmm. classroom walls. It happens everywhere. So yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, are there, um, I'm, I'm trying to think now, are there homework assignments sometimes that may be online for those students that are able to take these home? Yeah, correct. Um, there are many assignments are online now because that's where the most up-to-date information is mm-hmm. and the easiest way to communicate and things. So um, our Chromebooks, there's a couple different options our students have that don't have that um, internet access at home yet. We actually have bus Wi-Fi now, so every single one of our buses has Wi-Fi on it. And so our oh. students who live out way out in rural areas, yeah. we can extend their school days um, in that capacity. We also, yeah, we also um, are able to download a lot of what we do before they leave school. And so that's something that's new, and mm. we're still working on the training for staff and students around that. Yeah. So if there's a YouTube video that they're supposed to watch and communicate on, you can, we can actually download that YouTube video to their Chromebook for that work. They, they can do that at home. Mm-hmm. They can work offline on their Google Docs. As soon as they get either on the bus or back to school where mm-hmm. there's a connection, it automatically uploads that and and wow. it's ready to go. So I never yeah. thought I'd be the one saying this, but I think I'm getting old and I don't know a clue of this <laughs> craziness. Oh, my gosh. Well, you are, I, 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 just as you said, uh, employers are asking for these skills, yeah. and all schools have to meet the needs of, well, our changing technology that's happening within the business community and everywhere else if they're going to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, if we're looking at... Um, really anywhere that students are going now, whether their pathway is to college, whether it's right into a field, a technical field, or into a business field, um, 
the technology is all around us. Yes. So mm-hmm. um, we need to make sure that our students, like I said, understand that difference between that personal and that professional use of um, of a device. Yeah. And really, it's really exciting to see our students then communicate that um, to the adults in their lives mm-hmm. because I think it's something that we're all learning still as we really, as technology is rapidly changing. Yes, we are. Every day, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> But oh. that's so true. And then uh, what's really interesting to me is then you have to deal with the technological changes themselves. Mm-hmm. Because what the Chromebooks you have now are doing in two years, the Chromebooks will be totally different in doing things maybe that the students need then. So Correct. you're going to have to continue to upgrade that technology, are you not? Correct. So it's very interesting as we're moving through technology and, and not just educational technology, but technology everywhere, is we need to have a growth mindset mm-hmm. because yeah. technology is ever changing. And what I'm finding as I research and work with people, more and more students and adults and all kinds of learners, is um, that growth mindset is so very important in technology because it is constantly changing. And not everyone has um a natural growth mindset. Hello. Um, so, <laughs> so it's it's, but it's something that it's interesting because um, technology and the changing in our and in our changing world is demanding that now. Yeah, I'm afraid it is. Mm-hmm. You know, Scary. when we when we say we don't <laughs> like change, but change is inevitable, and especially Absolutely. in technology, correct? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And we often so in the technology world, we like to bring it back to um, just comparing it to anything else. Like when you go to your doctor, and you know things are constantly changing in their worlds too, and they're mm-hmm. researching and they're trying to keep up on the latest things, and we expect that. Yep. So um, we expect that in the educational world too that we are um, keeping up with those wow. changes and making sure that our students have the best ability moving forward. Yeah, and the thing to focus on there is that's what they need to succeed as Mm -hmm. in this ever-changing world, really. Correct. Mm -hmm. Do you have any, uh, I mean, long-range plans? Uh, uh, Is it just a matter of trying to stay ahead of that technology curve? Is that kind of what the goal is, if you will? Um, I think that it's, yeah, as a district, we um, are hoping to stay ahead now. Um, There's some things that we would like to be the front runners on, and then there's some that we really recognize it's best to learn from others as we go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So so we're kind of that happy medium and trying to always always get our students exactly what we need Mm -hmm. at this time. Um, We have upcoming, like I said, the Internet Access for All is a big project for us, a huge goal for us. Um, And then also our big project for next year is um, we are at the end of our staff um, laptop cycle. So when I first started, um, I'm going to, this is my fifth year in this (laughs) position, um, we were able to uh, get new staff laptops for all of our staff. And that was um, a game changer because yeah. they had desktops before and and older machines and such and so to get them laptops where now they can learn as well mm-hmm. anywhere and work anywhere and so we're at the end of that cycle and so we're refreshing those this year and so that's kind of our big um, focus is working with our staff to make sure that they have the tools that they need to deliver this ever-changing See, and curriculum. I was <laughs> just going to ask that question. We've been talking about technology for the students, but you mm-hmm. have a very large staff, and that has to be maintained. Mm-hmm. And are you, st- are you uh, in your position, or do you have a team that works so that 
emails are, uh, I mean, are you in charge of all that stuff as well? Correct. And the access that parents have onto the websites and things like that, is that all under your umbrella too? You got it. Yeah. Everything, it's funny because we talk about it on our team. I have a team of um, seven (laughs) to to run all of this. And um, and we talk about how everything really touches technology. You know, know, um, with our building uh, facilities project, we're right there in all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, our security, it's huge. It all runs on our technology, our door security wow. and our, you know, all of those types of things. And so it is, there's a lot. And we, um, oh, I should have wrote down my data, but we um, have thousands and thousands of emails that go through our system, both in and out every day. So <laughs> it's really, uh, it's very interesting to to watch all of that and make sure that our staff and students are being safe online, you know, all of those things. I was going to say there's that whole realm, too, yeah. you know? Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't envy your job, but I salute you. I yes. mean, that is uh, quite a task, and it sounds like you and your team are staying on top of everything, and that's wonderful. Yes, thank and you. And it's good yeah. for our students. That's mm-hmm. the bottom line. Exactly, yeah. and that's what we talk about a lot on our team as well is um, – it's fun to have that mission of, you know, we're always doing what's best for our staff and students. And so it really, even on the difficult things where we're trying to work through a problem that just doesn't seem to want to work with us, that's always our goal. And we always know that. So it's very, very rewarding. Okay. Fascinating. Very. All right. (laughs) Well, Sarah, it's been a pleasure talking with you here today and finding out about the technology in School District 181. And, uh, I don't envy your job, but keep up the good work. It sounds like it's a fun and challenging job. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Sarah Porish is the Director of Technology for School District 181. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. And that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that you you can always access our Community Focus programs anytime on our website at 1067wjjy.com. And that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. Or you can also listen through our downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.